1: So, without further ado, let me bring today's message to you. We're sharing an awesome message with you that's entitled Pathways to Increase Intimacy with God, something God wants every born-again believer to do, including me and you. All of us who are born again have the awesome opportunity to have a close, intimate relationship with God Almighty. Come on now, imagine that. But unfortunately, although the opportunity is there, not many of us get there. That is, have and enjoy a close, intimate relationship with God like He wants it to be. The good news is that there are things that can be done by us to increase the intimacy between God and us. There are pathways that God's Word tells us that we can take that'll get us to the place where we have the close, intimate relationship with God that He desires to have with us. So, let's learn about some of those pathways that'll help us get there. That is, into a more intimate relationship with Him. So, without further ado, let me share today's message with you. It's called Pathways to Increase Intimacy with God. But before I do, I got a question to ask you. Are you ready for the word? Because ready or not, here it comes.
2: Well, those of us who want to fellowship and be with God, God just say, follow him. Walk the way that he walks. Walk in the spirit and you will not fulfill the lust of the flesh. That word fulfill right there means perform. I like that. You will not perform the works of the flesh. Of course, perform means to carry out. It means to carry out. You will not carry out the lust of the flesh. But I like this definition even better. It means to act. To act. See, actors act like they are somebody who they are not. Actors act like they are somebody who, are not, who they're not. And if you are a person who still sins against God, then you're acting because that's not you. You are a born-again believer. You are a child of the living God. And the Bible says that he who is born again cannot commit sin. So then the sin that you commit, when he said you cannot commit, commit it, you're just acting. You're acting like you enjoy what you do. You're acting like you that this is what you ought to do. You're acting like the world rather than acting like the child of God like you ought to. So if you really want to act like you're supposed to, than just be who you're supposed to be. See, God's not asking you to act. God's asking you to be. Be ye holy, even as I am holy. He didn't say act holy. He said be holy. But the good part about it is that previously you couldn't be it, so God said, I'm going to make you it. Now you can be it. It's just as natural as being who you are. The sinless life is an easy life because all you're doing is just being who you are. See, if you walk in the spirit, you won't fulfill the lust of the flesh. That word walk right there means to live your life in accord with. Live your life in accord with. So he's telling us to live our life in accord with the spirit by by walk in the spirit. Walking in the spirit means living your life influenced and led by the spirit. Influenced and led by the spirit. By the way, that's a capital S on that spirit, not a small S on that spirit. Because if it's a small S, it qualifies as an evil spirit. But if it's a capital S, it qualifies as the Holy Spirit. And so we operate according to the Holy Spirit, as well as the Word of God, which is also spirit and life. So we operate according to the Holy Spirit and the Word of God, which is the life. The little Greek reads it this way. It says we operate our lives by the rule of the Holy Ghost, by the rule of the Holy Spirit. Hundredfold back into your life, young man. By the rule of the Holy Spirit. I say Holy Ghost because you know I'm from the hood. Praise God. We operate our lives according to the rule of the Holy Ghost. The word rule means command or direction, command or direction, which means wherever God commands us, directs us, that's what we do. Whatever God commands us, directs us, that's what we do. We're the ones that walk according to the Spirit. And once you walk according to the Spirit, you will not fulfill the lust of the flesh. Because see, when Holy Spirit rules your life, you'll have life for real. Just like when Holy Spirit doesn't rule your life, you'll have death for real. Because the wages of sin is yeah. death, but the gift of God is, life. and God extends you that gift by extending you a word, by sharing with you what he wants you to think, what he wants you to do, how you need to conduct yourselves because he's living on the inside of you. See, fulfilling the lust of the flesh is the result of not walking in the spirit. Fulfilling the lust of the flesh is the result of not walking in, yeah, not walking in the spirit. Fulfilling the lust of the flesh is the result of not walking in the spirit, which means the moment you stop walking in the spirit is the moment you start fulfilling the lust of the flesh. So you have to purpose to come out of the spirit in order to be able to go back into the flesh. See, darkness can only manifest where light isn't and sin can only manifest where spirituality isn't. That's why Satan's trying to get you to quit being so spiritual. Oh, y'all just so spiritual. Absolutely. That's what I'm supposed to be. Why? Because he's trying to invite you back into the flesh so you can be carnal. And the Bible says a carnal mind should have, is in enmity against God and it, should have, it has no intention to even do what God told it to do. But see, God wants to get you back into the spirit where you live so that you can be able to do what it is you're supposed to do. Therefore, the way to keep darkness from manifesting anywhere in your life is to walk in the spirit. Or as 1 John chapter 1 says, Walk in the light as he is in the light. Go back to Psalms number 119, please. So it's not what you don't do, it's what you do do. Maybe I shouldn't say it that way. That don't sound right. It ain't what you don't do, it's what you do do. Psalms 119. (laughs) Still didn't sound good with a hesitation between it. Praise God. (laughs) Psalms 119. Stanza number three. They also do no iniquity. Why? Because they walk in his way. He says, thou has commanded us. Remember, we operate according to his direction, his commands. Thou has commanded us to keep thy precepts diligently. Oh, that my ways were directed to keep thy statutes. Well, they were, praise God. Then shall I not be ashamed when I have respect unto all thy commandments. See, when we respect God's commandments, we won't be ashamed. Amen. That's the problem that many of us disrespect God's commandments. But God said, when you respect my commandments, then you will, you will not be ashamed. That word shame right there means pale. You know, when, a, when, the, when the blood leave your face and stuff like that. And, amen. When you got caught, busted. You know what I'm saying? Amen. And, yeah, I know. Praise God. Amen. <laughs> More people than that, too, praise God. They just ain't owning up, praise God. They just on and, on and up. God. You know, how you get all pale, get all dry looking and stuff like that when you're caught and you're busted. Y'all probably ain't been busted in so long, praise God. You've been a little slicker than before, huh? Amen, amen. <laughs> you've seen people that got busted, you've seen them. Normally they're all bright and looking all cheerful, praise God. And then when they get cracked, they like, I can't even do it, I ain't did it in so long, praise God. See, sons of God are disappointed when we fall short of how our father wants us to act and be. We're disappointed. We're like, oh man, I shouldn't have did that. Oh man. I shouldn't have cut them people off in traffic. Oh man, they need to get there just like I do. Praise God. Oh man, I shouldn't have just pushed my my my, my, my shopping cart over here in the middle of the place where somebody else got a park praise God I should have took it back like I supposed to I'm going to quit sinning praise God amen oh man I know I had 24 items where it say 20 items or less praise God I shouldn't have did that praise God I shouldn't have did that hallelujah oh my God I shouldn't have held up that empty envelope like I was actually going to give an offering praise God it's it's stick it and stick it in the box there. I shouldn't have did that. I shouldn't have did that. <laughs> you know stuff like that. We feel we feel bad about it. Sons of God are disappointed when we fall fall short. Praise God. Cause that word that word ashamed also by implication means to be disappointed or delayed. Sons of God's are delayed when that which our Father has awaiting for us when we sin against our Father and fall short of how our Father wants us to act and be. It's delayed. There's a blessing that God's got waiting on you, but it gets delayed because God's not seeing us act like we're supposed to. That's why it lets us know how important it is that we respect his commandments. Then shall I not be ashamed when I have respect unto all thy commandments. I will praise thee with uprightness of heart when I shall have learned thy righteous judgments. Of course, when it says uprightness of heart, that word uprightness of heart means right heart. When we have the right heart, praise God. It also translates equity. When we have that, a heart that's in equity. Or, was, or another way of phrasing, since we learned that that's all the same definitions for righteousness, then when we have a heart of righteousness, when our heart is filled with what's right in God's eyes, when our heart is filled with what is equitable in God's eyes, when our heart is filled with that, because remember, equity means even, just, or equal. When our heart is filled with what's equal to what God has to say about a thing, then shoot. We, we can then go ahead and praise thee with upright heart. When I shall have learned thy righteous judgment, I will keep thy statutes, or oh, oh, forsake me not utterly. He won't. Wherewithal shall a young man cleanse his way. I like that. Wherewithal shall a young man cleanse his way, by taking heed thereto according to thy word. See, God wants us to have an upright heart. That's why we can go ahead and rejoice in praising when we have an upright heart, because we already know everything's going to work out fine for us. See, in other words, God will reveal to us through his word the character that he wants us to have, the actions that he wants us to perform and the things that he wants us to do. And if we do those things, then everything's going to work out good for me and you. What God does every time he says his word is drop a plumb line called his law down from heaven. His commandments are a plumb line that he drops from heaven. And our job is to line up with that plumb line of his law so that we'll walk in his way and do no iniquity. Whereas God gives you a word that says this is what you line up to. Praise God, this is what you line up to. It's a word. It's all it is is a word. But that word is what's given by God in order to help you know exactly how you ought to operate and how you ought to do. And that word, once it's put on the inside of you, will be reminding you of what it is that you ought to do and how you ought to conduct yourself too. Amen. Some of us can testify about that. We, you know, you know we, we can use an example of how our parents may have raised us. Praise God. Like, I, like, for instance, my parents raised me to be able to speak the king's English well. Praise God. And I can speak the king's English well when I choose to do so. See, I was about to leave my preposition dangling. I can, when I choose to do so. Praise God, I can speak it extremely well. Because see, we was raised in an environment, y'all probably wasn't. We was raised in an environment, say it right, right, where you had to be twice as eloquent as the people who were in control. You had to be pr- twice as intelligent as the people who was in control. You couldn't be even as intelligent as them because you was already less than them in their eyes. So you had to be twice as intelligent as they was, even to even be able to be considered somebody that was worth being spoken to. So because that we learn the kingdom as well. There can even be times right now that I could be talking, praise God, and I'll say something to somebody else and I could hear my mother in, the, in, the, in, the, in, the, in my ear. And she done went home to be with the Lord many years ago. And I could still hear her talking in my ear, praise God. Hallelujah. Telling me how to straighten up my speech. She said, where were you, young man? I said, I was down. She said, was? Spell that for me, please. Is that W-U-Z? And I said, Well, no, ma'am, it's W A S. Then pronounce it properly. I said, Yes, ma'am, I was down the street. I was. Because it's pronounced was. Amen. I mean, we've been in the hood so long, we didn't even know that. Praise God. Some of us, well, is it? it? It actually is. Praise God. We've been, <laughs> hallelujah. So, but I can hear her, praise God. It'll, 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 because she dropped the plumb line of how it should be. This is the way you speak, this is the way you conduct yourself. This is what you do. I could, be walk, I could be walking down the street, praise God, minding my own business, eating a tuna fish sandwich, and some young lady come and walk near me, even, even near me. It don't even have to be my wife. They can walk near me, and I could be on the inside while she's on the outside. But the moment that happens, I automatically hear my mother speak. You're supposed to be on the outside if you're going to be a gentleman, because you have to be able to protect her from anything that it is that happens that could be coming from the streets. Here. So so you have to get on your right side. And I'll say, excuse me, ma'am. And I'll go over on that side. And sometimes they're looking like, it really don't make no difference. I said, no, it don't make difference to you, but it makes a difference to me because the plumb line has already been dropped in my life. And so I already know what's right. I already know how to conduct myself. I already know how to say, yes, sir. Yes, ma'am, regardless of whether you want me to say that or not. I say that anyway, praise God. Yes, sir. Yes, ma'am, because I was trained in how to be able to respect people and how to speak to people. Hallelujah. hallelujah. I say, hallelujah. hallelujah. Pardon me, stuff like that, you know. And not just wait till you poop. Praise God when you do it. Amen. But you know how to be respectful. Bless the name of the Lord. Some folks say, do you do that? Is that what I'm supposed to say? <laughs> See, God drops the plumb line of his law, his commandments. He drops it down from heaven. And our job is to line up with that plumb line that he, that he gives us. That's why we thank God for his word, because it helps us see where we're leaning, see where we're wrong, see where we're not doing things the way we should do. And if we're going to receive a reward by doing what God says do, then we want to know everything that we're not doing that's going to get us that reward so that we can step into what God has in store for you. I don't know about you, but I thank God for the law. Praise God. Now, 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 he goes on to say, stanza number nine, wherewithal shall a young man cleanse his way? Wherewithal shall a young man cleanse his way? See, it's important for us who were born again somewhere after two, you know, after year two, after year three, something like that. You know, because I know some of y'all was born again when you was two or three, so you don't really know nothing about sin. Praise God. Amen. But but, but some of us, we we gave the devil decades of our lives before we finally found out what's right. That's why y'all young people, you just ought to shout the victory. Praise God. Because that's less nonsense that you got to be able to get out your head. Because if you gave them 20, 30 years, it might take 10, 15 to get some of that stuff up out of there. Hallelujah. Well, I why, why my parents keep me in church all the time. So you, so you can have your mind right. So that you can learn what's right. Does that make sense? So you don't have to be going through all the scrubbing we got to do. Where, how does a man cleanse his, his way? By getting that word on the inside of him. That word cleanse right there means to be translucent. But I like this. Figuratively, it means to be innocent. See, God wants to put you in a position of innocence. That's the very dis- first dispensation that man had the privilege to be able to live in. Come on, VBBS. That's the very first dispensation the man had the chance to live in. It's called the dispensation of innocence. Where well, man had no wrong thinking, had no wrong ways, that he was operating sinless back in those days. And God wants to return that to you. Because, see, that's the full restoration of God giving us back our lives like we ought to. It's not just that he reconnects us back to the Father, but he puts us back in the status that we were prior to the fall. And the status that we were prior to the fall was a sinless man. And God wants to restore that to you so that you can have the opportunity to live your life out as a sinless man. As a man that don't make mistakes. A person who is innocent of everything. Because the Bible says when we live our lives out like we're supposed to, the Bible says against such there is no law. There ain't nothing wrong with what we do when we do what God says do. But God wants to restore us to that place of innocence so we can be able to live that life out like we're supposed to. That's why figuratively when a man cleanses his ways, he is becoming innocent. It also translates to made, be made clean. See, this word of God that God gives me and you will make us clean. Hallelujah. And it also means to be counted pure. Whereas God will count you as pure. Count you as pure. That when they look at you, be like, yeah, okay, that's just right. You're pure. That's what God wants us to be. But look what happens. Wherewithal shall a man cleanse his way? By taking heed thereto, according to thy word. With my whole heart have I sought thee. Oh, let me not wander from thy commandments. That word wander means stray. Don't let me stray away from those commandments. Why? Because that word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against thee. See, when we hide the word of God in our heart, it puts us in a position that we might not sin against him. The reason why it's might is because there's still a choice to be made when the opportunity is presented to you. There's still a choice to be made. Because like some of us, we got some word up in our heart. But we still make bad choices. Amen. That's because sometimes you don't need cleansing, you need scrubbing. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Some stuff can come out in a quick rinse. <laughs> Some stuff, it take a while. <laughs> Some of us need scrubbing. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We got to hide this word in our heart. That word hid right there by implication means to hoard or reserve, to hoard or reserve. So when they hid the word in their heart, they hoarded the word, got as much of it as they could. See, some of us ain't, word, ain't satisfied with one scripture on what God has to say about it. We want to hoard all of them to us. And then when you're hoarding it, you got your arms like wrapped around it and you're looking at it. You know, like that dog does, the little puppy you got, that little dog that you got. When you put something in his dish, praise God. For you wagging his tail all nice, love you and stuff like that. Once you put something in his dish that's his dish, you better not get near it. And you just want to pet him. You're like, Dang. That's all we ought to be about that word. We ought to hoard this word. Get it around us and don't let nobody or nothing come up in there. Y'all not with me up in here. It also translates esteem, esteem. See, it means that we don't, only have, we don't only have the word in our hearts, but we should highly esteem the word that is in our hearts. The word esteem means to regard highly or favorably. We ought to regard it highly or favorably. It also means to regard with great respect or admiration. We ought to regard the word of God that's in our heart with great respect and admiration, like thank you, Lord, for this word. It means to consider as a a certain value. Consider it as a certain value. And the word of God should be highly esteemed in our lives. Highly valued in our lives. Why? Because it's with this word that I won't be able to sin against you. It's with this word I won't be able to sin against you. And I don't want to sin against you. Oh. But I like this one. This one is an archaic definition. It's like so old that most folk don't even use it no more. But the reason why he wants us to uh, uh, hide this word in our heart, remember I said it translates esteem. The word esteem also means judgment or opinion. Judgment or opinion. I like that one the most of them all. Because when we hide God's word in our hearts and esteem what he shared with us and showed with us about our sin, God's word on the matter will become our judgment. It'll become our judgment. God's thought about the matter will become our opinion on the matter because it starts off as his opinion then it turns into our opinion it starts off as his judgment but it turns into our judgment And see, let me help you on this one when, it, when God's word becomes your word when God's judgment becomes your judgment when God's thinking becomes your thinking oh see we, we, we got
1: something there Well, that's all that we have time for today. We trust that you are blessed by what the Word of God had to say. I really hope that you're seeing what the Word of God says about the increased intimacy that God wants us to have with Him, the importance of it, and the benefits that come from it. I hope even more that you're seeing the importance of doing what you need to do to follow the pathways to increase intimacy that God's Word lays out for me and you so that God can get what He wants. That is, an increased intimacy of relationship with you and me. If you want to hear the message in its entirety, just contact the church office at area code 210-785-9238. That's area code 210-785-9238. For us at Word of Faith Christmas Center, 1928 Bassy Road in San Antonio, Texas, 78213. We'll be more than glad to get it out to you ASAP. But it's always best when you can get it live. So if you're in or visiting San Antonio or surrounding areas, come on by and check us out. Where the Faith Christmas Center is located at 1928 Bassy Road in San Antonio, Texas between West and Blanco. Service times are Wednesdays at noon, Thursday evenings at 6.45, Saturday afternoons at 4.30 and Sunday mornings at 8 and 11. If you don't have transportation and you're in need of a ride, we'll come and get you. We have a VIP transportation service that's available for every service. We'll pick you up and you to the church and then drop you off at home after this over. Just call the church office and arrange a ride. If you need a ride, we'll be glad to come and get you. So come on through. I guarantee that it'll be a blessing to you when you do. And speaking of coming through, I invite all the single unmarried saints in San Antonio and surrounding areas to a fellowship that's held in Word of Faith just for you. We invite all the single, unmarried saints in San Antonio and surrounding areas to come out to our G2B, that's our glorified to be uniquely here singles Fellowship, this Friday evening. It's a monthly marriage seminar that God has brought here to San Antonio for the single saints here in San Antonio. It's a monthly single seminar that you don't have to fly away to or pay half the pay to go to. It's free and it's right here in San Antonio just for you. It's an evening out for the single saints, It's done on the 4th Friday of every month for all the single, unmarried saints in San Antonio and surrounding areas of all ages come together in a casual atmosphere and have food, fun, and fellowship and get a powerful word from God that'll help them to live successfully in their singleness so come on through I guarantee that you'll be blessed when you do there's no charge but a free will offering will be taken it starts at 7pm and it lasts until A, it's a night out you don't need to find a babysitter because child care is provided at no charge. Near a ride? VIP Transportation Service is available for this too. So come on through and bring a few single saints with you when you do. You'll be so glad you did, and they will too. Don't forget to tune in to our broadcast tomorrow for more of this life-changing word we in store for you. Call a neighbor, call a friend, tell them to tune in. But when you do, know that we're going to ask the same question of you. That is, are you ready for the word?